Welcome to Just Know Though Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer. If you are joining us for the first time, I really hope you enjoy this episode. If you are joining again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Please do subscribe, comment, follow. Welcome to Just Know Though. You're tuning in to the Grinding and Confidence series. We have our third guest, Brandon. I read your your preform, and I don't mm. think you gave yourself enough credit. You did not give yourself enough yeah. credit. Let me tell you. Do you remember what you wrote down? I don't. I'm so terrible at little short term. You were so humbling. You said an old friend of many father of one you have your wife your baby your family and you're currently a student and you said you're constantly trying to defeat your fear with action Mm, yeah i don't think you gave yourself enough credit (laughs) from salinas from a small town first generation you have a family for one you're going to school a second degree and or a second like postgraduate degree obviously and then it's just you've been working really hard I have been working very hard I'm so happy to have you here and just you know it's it's a godsend so yeah I'm excited what did I not cover about you I feel like there's first I want to say that I'm super proud of you and super proud of the work you've put into this being from Salinas and knowing the entire background of of like how we grew up, the resources that were available to grow, us growing up, yeah. the mentors available oh. for us to grow up, the mm-hmm. or lack thereof. I'm going to start saying lack thereof. There are so many things that we lacked in Salinas. Mm-hmm. And to see you create this vision, decide to make it happen without having that little you know your northern star your your guiding post like that is huge it's a very humbling process for anybody that's taken any type of route to like create something where you know you you don't know who to look up to so you don't know how to do it but just doing it and getting you know that's a very humbling thing so I'm very inspired uh by everything you've been doing and very proud to be here very honored to be a guest of yours so I think that's about the only thing I didn't cover. You didn't cover, <laughs> or maybe that I didn't cover. But no, yeah, no, we um, go back. Yeah, yeah, we go way back. Yeah, I was actually okay. going to send you a picture. A picture that I found. We were in. I think I don't remember. I think fifth I was, grade. That was before I had because we go back to like second grade. Yeah, we we go, we went back <laughs> to like Miss McKay's class, right? Yeah, I don't remember. But there was a yeah, field trip that we right. took. We took a field trip to like Monterey Bay Aquarium, I think, and it was like me, okay. you, Alex, and. Yeah. Oh, Alex, yeah. The golden decades of the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. We're cut from the same cloth, pretty much. Like, just small Mm -hmm. town, first generation. Really trying to make the best and not stop dreaming and not stop believing in things are possible. Mm -hmm. And, I mean... You are also, you're also doing it. You're also making sure things are possible. You're going for it, your dreams. I think one thing I really, really admire about you is you are, you talk about kindness. You talk about forgiving to yourself and you talk mm-hmm. about generally just pushing through day by day. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what the grind is. You know that there's going <laughs> to be seeds of unbelief planted by mm-hmm. yourself 
mentors that you thought were really there for you, by your friends, by neighbors, by, I mean, only God knows, but yeah. that, that comes like when you, yeah. when you leave and you try to really go after something. So it's going to be good. I'm so excited. What does confidence and self-belief mean to you? Confidence and self-belief. For confidence, there was a, an interview that I watched a little while ago. I should say I rewatched it because I'm sure I've seen so many of these things that we'll probably bring up tonight, like over and over and over again. But there was a an interview that Kobe Bryant had said something along the lines like preparation builds confidence. You can only be as confident as you prepared. Right. So and this was a huge thing for me over this last year to give a little bit of background into like what my daily thing, like my daily day looks like for one. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a medical student. I'm also getting a, a master's degree in biomedical ethics on top of that. And also like a dad. So a new dad, my, my girl, Mika, she's one and a half. So, you know, anybody who's mm. had the, the privilege of becoming a parent, like understands that it's not just, it's not just you that changes. It's, you and so many different dynamics. My relationship to myself changed, my relationship to this little human being that I had never met, but like mm-hmm. already knew, but knew nothing about, you know, that changes everything. And then your partner changes because for me, you know, she identifies as a woman and or female. And, you know, so she is becoming a new woman herself, you know? So then that means that I had to become a new boyfriend or or significant other, you know? So like there was so much there and school doesn't stop for that. So she was born in November, November 11th. That was my first year into med school. So I was already, I had already developed some habits that allowed me to be successful early on when she was born. But then come around to second year, I really, and, and you know, on top of the pandemic, because the pandemic was difficult too. And I was involved in organizations at school that combated a lot of these institutionally racist plagues that just came to light over the pandemic and the civil rights movement. So there was a lot of energy going into that. So with all of that, I really spread myself thin. And I felt like, you know, life was moving, school was moving, uh, my identity was changing and then my little girl was growing. So it felt like I didn't have enough energy to prepare for any of those places that I had to be in, you know? So with that, I got diagnosed with, well, first backpedal for that. I started losing just a lot of energy, a lot of concentration. My grades started to suffer. And the more I tried, the more frustrated I got because I was trying super hard, but I couldn't concentrate. And then I was mad that I couldn't concentrate so that I would be even more mad. And it was just like a downward spiral. And that's like, I really started getting like really hard on myself, coming down on myself really hard. And like my self-talk was really, it wasn't constructive anymore. It was like almost abusive like it used to be constructive but the same words kind of turned into abuse just because like my sensitivity level had changed and I didn't realize that that had changed you know because my self-talk didn't really change too much it was just the way that I was accepting that self-talk I wasn't able to prepare in a lot of aspects and my confidence level just went like super it just plummeted with that it was like I had never failed two exams back to back in a course but I, it started to happen. And so I was like, all right, something's got to be wrong with me. So I want to go get blood work done because I was like super tired all the time. Couldn't concentrate, you know, all these things that I was like, it was a regular flow for me. And uh, it wasn't anymore. So I went to the doctor, blood work came back fine. It turns out that I had 
he's like, you know, let's send you to a psychiatrist. Maybe it's a mental health issue. I was like, okay, sure. So went to go get checked out by a psychiatrist. And turns out that I had like minimal depression with general anxiety disorder. Right. So at first I was like, wait, what? Like, it didn't make sense to me, you know, because, you know, long story short, I was living my dream, literally living my dream. I had a healthy family, I had a healthy baby, a committed relationship. I was in medical school after like chasing it for years. So I was literally living my dream. But, you know, depression is so kept in the shadows that no one really knows what it is until you're like super deep in it. And then other people start saying things like, oh, man, I felt that way. You start connecting the dots. But long story even longer, I, you know, started losing confidence. And it was because I wasn't able to prepare in so many areas that I was like, used to being really efficient in. And that's me realizing that like lost comfort in grinding the comfort and showing up the comfort in because i would go to my test usually like before i pretty much burnt out i would show up to my test like not excited because you know i don't think anybody's ever excited to take a test but more like all right i knew i know the work that i've done and i'm just gonna take whatever i get right and i was usually performing like around average i was happy with my scores all the time but you know once i i burnt out i just didn't have the energy to prepare so for me confidence comes from preparing you know preparing is like repetition and stuff like that but there's also a lot of a lot that goes into that like you have to be in a healthy mind state or recognize that you're in a unhealthy mind state so you can take the the steps to to uh to change it which is kind of the process that i've been undergoing like the last couple of weeks is like being very very intentional about the way i structure my day about the way that i you know combat certain mental states so that i can like be confident preparing for like exams and stuff like i have a really big exam coming up uh, like the first week of Ju- uh, first week of August, but I also just took a really big exam that really dictated whether I was going to pass my second year of school or well, I would have to remediate, uh, redo it because I like failed the class. So that was like a lot of pressure. So I, I, <clears throat> I took the steps that I needed to to like correct, I guess, like my mental state so I can build the confidence, but also recognizing that like you know an unhealthy mind state can keep you from that. You know, and as far as belief, like self-belief is for me personally, on a personal level, it's like this, this perspective has come from like just experiences. And maybe I have a couple of screws loose. Like, you know, I'm sure over the years, people have been like that have followed me on social media or that were just friends with me and probably be like, man, this, the hell is this kid up to? Like, it's not one thing, it's another. Like <laughs> going through these, like, you know, these stages where you have these visions and you want to execute on them. And, you know, I really do believe that every person has a gift, right? Some sort of divine gift. And this world is kind of very chaotic, kind of a matrix, right? The first time I experienced this, like, disconnect from this matrix here in, like, the U.S. is, like, the first time that I went to Haiti. I went to Haiti in 2015. And I went to a a village right outside of this city called City Soleil, which is outside of Port-au-Prince, which is the capital there. And it's at the time, I'm not sure what the stats are now, but at the time it was like, you know, one of the most impoverished locations on the Western Hemisphere. I think it was like one of three. Difference in like priorities or resources. Obviously, it's an entire world of a difference. But to me, it was like everyone here has some sort of purpose, has some sort of gift that they can capitalize on refine and then give back to the world with right so for you it could be in the self-actualization like when we're super older and stuff 
that's going to come from all these experiences that we learn from, you know? So even if you're, you're not meant to be a host of a podcast, who's to say that this isn't what you're supposed to go through to learn these communication skills, these organization skills, and you might go on to do something, you know, create and manage multiple podcast locations across the nation. You know, like there's just, I really believe that the end goal of, of what we're meant to do is something that we're going to realize as we go through these trials and tribulations. So for me, I, I just have faith that like, if I'm being very intentional, like if, if my vision is like pure about what I want to do in the midst of, of what I'm in so that I can learn something so that like, I guess my future me can be helpful. I think that's where like my idea of like self-belief comes from is just believing that there is something good for you to give and believing that you do have a gift because that's just that's just true i, I really do just believe that's true as as true as that there's good and evil as true that there's bad and well-being like malice and and altruism like I, I do think that this is also you can either do good with your gift or bad with your gift right so i think everyone has a gift and for me personally like just curiosity like what else am i supposed to learn you know also a little bit of an excitement where it's like the possibilities could be endless you know you, you don't know that the people you're going to come in contact with and everything could really change your life so like for me it's been the prior experiences of really not knowing where i was going but having faith that I was heading in the right direction, even if I, even if I felt lost. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of like compound interest, compound gains. It's like your level of convincing about an idea or a theory or a concept is only going to be as concrete as the experiences you've had that make you say, oh, that, that definitely was supposed to happen. Oh, that, that definitely was meant to, to happen to me so that I can learn this or I can, you know, be here, be there. And I think the more inward those recognitions are the more intimate those recognitions are i think the more true they are for like your place in in this world you know what i mean so for me confidence is like preparing and self-belief is just like having naive faith that no matter where you are in in your journey from point a to point b like point b is going to be that person you visualize you know like that like boss or just all things super confident you know what i mean like everything in between is kind of just like keep believing that it's true and all these experiences are going to be for you they're happening for you like not to you right so like even the bad ones uh, i feel like there's always something to learn especially like in bad bad situations sorry that was a really long answer I just no no out. this is dope <laughs> no i love your spirit it's just um you touched on so many things and it made me think about going back to salinas how there was a lack of resources. There was a lack of encouragement. There was a lack of, it was kind of ingrained at a young age. So you kind of have, when you go out into the world or like you, you're trying to tell yourself like all these things are possible and that there's a higher purpose and whatever your purpose is, I'm going to do that. And I feel like, you know, since there was a lack of resources and since there was a lack of opportunity, we didn't always feel those pressures, those pressures of like, I got to do this, I got to do this. There's so many deadlines and, you know, life is just hitting me hard. It was very like, I think Salinas was great. It was very like, you know, humbling. It was very slow paced. Everyone was kind. It was just, you know, it's a small town, but those were the, the pros of it. But then when you when you go out into like, there's a lot of evil in the world, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to see you do good. There's a lot of things that aren't 
people that don't have the best intentions for you, whether it's teachers, whether it's employers, whether it's coworkers, significant others, you know, it, the list goes on, right? And you learn that when you leave the bubble. And so I get what you're saying in terms of like, I feel like a lot of the pressures of being stretched so thin. I think everyone learns that at a different age. Some people don't even learn it at all. You really have to, to push yourself and not lose yourself in those times. When we talked over the phone a few weeks ago or maybe a month or two ago, it was that same thing. Like I had gone through, you know, depression, anxiety, losing myself, trying to find the confidence within, right? And you had the same thing. It really goes to show that all these things like the mental health, like the spiritual warfare, all these intrusive thoughts, we're meant to talk about it. We're meant to to shed light on it for a reason. I love how you said everyone has a divine gift, whether they use it for good or bad. I think everyone has a divine gift. I love that you said yours is curiosity. I think it goes to, or even the power of learning, the power of knowledge. You want to share knowledge. And I think this is dope. And it was a long answer, but it was meant to come out. So how are you feeling? You shared a lot and I'm so proud of you. And, you know, accepting failure and learning from failure and not being ashamed of it that's powerful. Yeah. Like nobody think, can tell you nothing. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, it, it was weird. Cause like I moved out of Salinas, like right as eighth grade was finishing high school was starting, you know, and I would go back and visit like throughout the summers and whatnot. But I moved from Salinas to a very wealthy suburb of Chicago. Right. So it was honestly like an oil drop being dropped into a bucket of water. Like, cause you know, those are the most important years to a human being is those, those adolescent years where you start making friendships, you start learning about your identity, you start, you know, being influenced by things around you and, you know, all that jazz. So I, I was, I reflect a lot because I learned how to reflect because I spent a lot of time alone. I, I didn't know how to make friends going from Salinas to, you know, the suburbs of Chicago, because the lifestyle was very different. A very simple example is what do you think happens if you stare at someone for too long and knock their hat off in Salinas? It's not going to end very well. Right. But in the hallways where I was in, you know, it's a, it was a culture shock because this one kid was like trying to become friends with me. And he'll remind me about the story every time I see him out and about like, Hey, you know, remember about how like you beat me up and we fought. And, you know, cause it was to me, like, I, I mean, I was never a violent person, but then you, the, the thing about like labels and identity, it's so powerful that I started becoming more of like a Salinas resident because everything else was telling me already that I fit, you know what I mean? Like fit the description, fit the the labels and blah, blah, blah. So like when, when you talk about like, we didn't have, you know, the resources we didn't have, you know, like Salinas didn't provide the pressure of, you know, go, 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 go. I, I really think also that comes from not being able to see people that look like us in positions that we're completely unaware of you know, in our own hometown. So like, well, I went to a meeting a couple of years ago. It was my first year of med school. It was the very beginning of my first year. And I went out to a conference in Chicago. It was a black doctor. Her and her twin both became doctors, right? And she said something that I, I almost started busting out, like just crying because 
it resonated so much with what I had been like thinking for a long time is just that she kind of just put it into like a little bar and it was, you know, I was like, that's exactly what it is. So she said, you can't be what you can't see. Right. So she was talking about her, her journey. She didn't have any doctors in her family, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, for me personally, like it might sound crazy now, which it does. I mean, it does, but it's like, I, I really want to eventually get to the point where Salinas is known to is known as like a little Wakanda, like a, a place where there's a lot of money coming in due to value being provided with provided within the city. Simply because I see it already in a lot of my friends and family members, there's a lot of vision, hope. But I also think that there's a lot of um, people who have maybe let their fears take over and so then they start projecting that onto other people you know it it could come off as like little comments uh little jokes and such but i really think that that's that's a person kind of making themselves comfortable by justifying why they didn't take the leap you know because those that's fear like that's that's actual fear and fear will paralyze you it paralyzed me like i i talked myself into failing my very last class because I honestly, for two and a half weeks straight, what if I failed this test? What if I failed this test? What if I failed this test? I ended up failing it. You know, I failed it bad. I got like a 57%, the worst performance I've had in, in med school, 57%. And then I retook the exam because my record was clean and I scored an 80. So, you know, it, it, and it was like the change of mindset, you know, it's like, I, I, I can't, I sat down after I got the failure and I was like, what the, well, what is wrong with me? What, what am I afraid of? You know, what am I afraid of? And it's like, I have, I don't know what a doctor looks like, you know, behind the scenes. I don't know what, a, what that type of struggle is because I, you know, I didn't have an older brother who was a doctor or an older sister who was a doctor or, you know, aunts and uncles that I was close to that were physicians that could tell me like, Hey, you know, this is part of the process. Cause like when you know, somebody that's been through it, you can identify with them, right? So when they share their struggle, you're like, well, I, I know him or her, and I know that we have very similar capacities, so if they can do it. That means I got something in me that, you know, I can run it up too. And I feel like that's a double-edged sword too, because it also happens where you do have a person that gives it their all and they do start making progress. And you have you know, people that don't have good intentions, that don't have the the hunger to, to you know, make progress for whatever reason. Maybe they give in to their fears and their doubts, but they'll be like, I guess, kind of like envious and, and it'll come off as like jokes. It'll come off as like hating. Uh, but the spirits, I mean, the spirits have very simple definitions. You have joys, you know, you have love, you have envy you have all that jazz it, it, they're very simple definitions but they take on different characteristics they have different you know colors at different times and it could be like you know little snide comments that that really show you that there's people still stuck in that kind of crab in the barrel mentality where they feel like because one crab gets out they're not able to get out so they would just rather pull the crab back in and and i feel like that that i feel like that little vacuum happens when there's not enough people that look like you that are doing crazy big things because you know a lot of people's end goal is you know financial freedom and happiness for for those around them like they want to take care of them and it takes finances to do that right so it's safe to say that the end goal or one of them is finances right and there is so much money so much money out there 
It's ridiculous, ridiculous when you when you widen the scope, when you take a bird's eye view and you see the scraps that people are fighting over. You know what I mean? At any capacity, because there are trillions of dollars out there. If anybody's listening to this this far and like just Google how much money a trillion dollars is, you know, and it's it's within reach for everybody. So I feel like the sad thing happening right now is like a lot of music artists are dying. You know, a lot of music, a lot of rappers are dying. And sure, pride is, is, you know, is something that's getting involved, but also like just thinking that there's not enough out there for you could be like one of the biggest things that blocks your own blessing, you know, because that makes you feel like you're in competition with whoever your friend is that's rising when that's not the case. It's like, they're just simply tapping into what, their gift is everybody's got something different you know like i don't want to be an astronaut you know i don't want to i i I love the ocean but i don't want to explore the depths of the ocean everyone has their their own thing their own gift so it's like if everyone i really feel like it would just take one generation you know especially for selena's because i've heard both good and bad things about selena's from the outside you know like when i meet people i just like a little while ago, I met some dude that was like, oh, you're from Salinas? Oh, yeah, I, you know, he went to, like, some school upstate. Oh, that, that that's not a place that I, I even want to stop for gas, blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of, like, making those, like, rich people rude comments. And I'm like, bro, you lucky I, I just paid for this suit and I got to return it. <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm not trying to get all sweaty and stuff, but crossing some lines buddy well you know there's also really good things being said about selena's and like i think the biggest tragedy um is just that selena's has so much potential there are so many like gold mines in people in selena's and we just have not ever had there's a difference between hand out and a hand up right and we've just never had that hand up where it's like someone takes you under their wing mentors you shows you how to move correctly so that you can capitalize as much as you can on whatever your moves are. You know, you just have a lot of people that are kind of all trying to get it from the bottom up. So it makes it seem like there's a scarcity of resources where in reality, there's so much money out there, so many resources that can be provided. And it's like, we've we've had a very warped, a a very warped visualization of, of, of what that means. Um, like mentorship, guidance, asking for help, looking for help, you know, all that jazz. It's, it's, it's a tragedy, but I think, I think we're in a position now where we can do something about that. You know, and it, and it comes back to this, like just doing it, you know, like for me, there's so many times where I just wanted to like, you know, what if I just don't go, you know, what if I just quit school? What about, you know, or, or cause there are so many times where I could have, like I got rejected from medical school, like five or six times year after year i could have given up but i I, there's periods of times where i legitimately questioned my own sanity i was like why are you still chasing this bro like you kept getting you keep getting rejected like this just it's insane to to but i i really felt it that that i could and i felt that i was like meant for it and it just seemed ridiculous because no one was a doctor in my family so like every time i would get rejected it was for a reason that could have been of not avoided, but better, I could have better handled it if I had guidance. You know what I mean? So I also recognize that. I think it was important for me to recognize that and be like, 
give myself some grace. Like, bro, you didn't know how to do this. So, you know, give it another shot. No, that was, I love how you said you can't be what you don't see. We are going through uncharted territory. When you don't have generational wealth, generational knowledge in the city or country or wherever, wherever you're living, right? You're, it's just, you have to go through it on your own. It's like a path you walk on your own. Confidence you have to find within yourself. Going back to, there was this one time I was in this meeting and I was actually, I was sitting at this table with a bunch of white men and I was the only brown girl and I was young. And I just, I felt like, who am I? I question everything about me, all my mm-hmm. accomplishments, how I carried myself, my res. I, I just, I trashed myself and I mm-hmm. let that, I fed off of that. And I went to a really dark place. Yeah, it was. So that's so real. And I feel like it's one of those things where when you're going through that uncharted territory, it's different. Like, it'd be different if I had, like, a woman telling me, look, like, you are, you're brown. You're a woman. You're young. There's going to be things coming your way. And you're going to have to pray for discernment. You know, like, not everyone's going to help you. Not everyone's going to want the best for you. Not everyone's going to see or want you to succeed. So that really clicked for me. I love that you brought that up. And I want to talk about two things, fears and grace. And shout out to your determination because, (laughs) no, for reals, because it's one thing, determination after being rejected and also knowing that you're not going to give up. That is huge. That's like, you find that in your soul. Like, you're just like, I'm not going to give up. And, mm-hmm. you know, only my heart and my mind will tell me when I should. And when I'm ready to give up, then I will. But you didn't. Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's so dope that you still are doing that despite not, despite not being able to see what you want it to be. Yeah. You just yeah. envisioned it and you got mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? You're getting there and like every day. So determination and then so that's dope grace you, we talk you talk about grace in your your form and no one really mm. talks about grace anymore i feel like <sighs> grace is i don't know how do you feel about it i feel like no one talks about it no one talks yeah. about grace no one talks about forgiveness no one talks about grace to yourself grace to your family grace to your friends grace to strangers no one talks about that yeah not anymore yeah yeah I, I yeah i was um i was kind of ref- like i was really reflecting on that too because Every time I get on Twitter, it's wild. And I usually just go on Twitter to just, like, check to see what's trending and if there's any crazy, like, news I should be up on. And at first, I, I got on Twitter because I wanted to see uh, if there was a way that I can, like, meet other healthcare professionals. But maybe I'm just, like, hopping into the wrong, like, waves. But there's a lot of fraudulence going on. In, in the social media world too, with like professionals a little bit more looking for attention and less looking for how they can serve people. So I, I backed out of that. And so hey, what was the question again? I don't even remember how I got onto that. I was talking about grace. Oh, grace, grace. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. So hopping onto that, there's just so much division on Twitter and on social media, like Facebook, all that jazz, there's just so much division being created, right? And I think a lot of it comes from competition because like America being a capitalist country, like you learn competition is how you get ahead, you know? You you grow up and then once you become a part of a team, you recognize that 
competing within your own team is is not always the healthiest, right? So I think, I don't know, I think grace is like lacking because we lack it within ourselves. Like we, you know, the pandemic had a huge impact on people. Just a couple of days ago, the report came out that 2020 was the highest reported overdose death so far, right? And you cannot brush under the rug the fact that we had a pandemic. The pandemic affected so many people, especially financially, you know, so that affects your mental health, that finances, a house, like having somewhere to live, somewhere to call home. All those things are part of health and especially mental health. And with that, like just on everybody's shoulders, I think that, you know, a lot of people are dealing with depression. They don't talk about maybe because they don't know how to identify it. But, you know, one of the ways that it can show up is just having that like intrusive thoughts or entertaining intrusive thoughts, not stopping them, not challenging them, amplifying intrusive thoughts and only like negative things about yourself. So I think if we don't have grace, like it's going to be difficult to have grace on other people. Right. But sometimes we do have that grace on other people because it's sometimes it's something that we wish would be had on us right so sometimes like a person that gets bullied knows how to identify another person that gets bullied because they've they know that look more often than not that person is going to want to bring that person in and be like hey i see you kind of lift your spirits up a little bit because i think as people we just genuinely do want to help other people right but we don't it, it takes a lot of effort it takes effort and it takes uh decision making to sit down and say okay i'm going to direct that energy talk towards myself now so like for me, I accepted a long time ago that like if I'm going to take on a challenge and I know for a fact that I don't have a blueprint for this challenge, it's going to be important for me to have grace on myself along the way. So now the challenge becomes learning where along the way to have grace on myself, right? And where along the way to push myself when I need it, as opposed to, you know, because if, if, if you know you have asked something and you don't get the result you wanted, you could either have grace on yourself and that's bad, kind of spoiling yourself, right? Or you can say, hey, you know, you slacked off, go a little bit harder, right? So for me, it's like I sit down, I take time to reflect, did I go as hard as I could? And if the answer is yes, then I accept that grace for myself. And, and if I say no, you got to ask yourself, like, why not? Write it all down. You know, if there's things that you can control, control that, change that. And if there's things that were out of your control, recognize that and be like okay i'm gonna have grace on myself because of this that and the third right so like for me this second semester was it was really heavy it was the most challenging time i've, I've ever had to go through because and I, I can say that because of how low my confidence was my how low my energy was my motivation like I'm, I'm a pretty driven person i'm a pretty ambitious person like i am naively optimistic but I was having a very difficult time getting through the last like six months. So when I ended up failing this last exam, they gave me a few weeks to study like the material again, you know, so I can retake uh, a similar exam. I sat down one day and I like the first day I'm like, all right, if, you know, let's let's map this out. What are we going to do? Right. Because for me, like for tests, like I always start with the test date and then I, I structure it backwards. It's so, like whatever my end goal is. All right, if I want to do this, boom, there's point B. And then I work backwards, like, so I can see, like, what I got to do. And then I just break it down into, like, small units, right? So first thing, I was like, why did I fail? Well, I was very distracted by social media, Instagram and Reddit and 
editing photos. I would I knew that I would decide to like do things that made me feel comfortable with myself as opposed to like studying. Just having a list of things that is clear and cut there, like I can identify what I can improve on and then just accepting where you know your past behavior got you and be like, okay, we have a choice to make now. You can either go left or you can go right. And you always have a choice. Like you have a choice. Inside you have a choice. You always know you have a choice. And sometimes like the hardest choice to make is the one that you should make. Cause that's like that's like your intuition telling you this is the route you need to go. Cause this is what's gonna pay dividends in the end. This is what's gonna teach you what you need to learn, right? Like there's wisdom to be had in those tough times. Had grace on myself. I kind of did feel like a bit of a fraud because that's that imposter syndrome, right? Because it's like, who am I to give myself grace? But treat yourself as you would treat your friend. You're going to talk to yourself a lot different. That's what I decided to do. And then I, I had grace on myself and allowed me like the emotional space to focus on my studies. And that allowed me the emotional space to like interact with family and friends as opposed to just being frustrated flustered and, and stuff because that comes out when I'm frustrated with myself it comes out with on everybody else too you know my siblings and my girl and you know it's, it's always shitty when you're like oh treating you like a punching bag when I shouldn't grace lacks in, in on the outside because we haven't been taught how to give grace to ourselves Right. We don't know what that looks like, because especially in Salinas, I feel like the the idea of what it means to go hard, to grind it out, to, you know, boss up. A lot of that came from social media. Let's be frank. Right. Because there aren't a lot of big hometown heroes that have brought back a lot of outside recognition with the way that we compare things now in social media. Right. And so like right now, there's a lot of up and coming talent in Salinas in different many respects. Um, And it makes me super proud that people are just diving into their gifts and, and that everything else from the outside comes in afterwards, you know, because it's just about you diving into who you are really amplifying like that positive mental attitude towards yourself will free you up from worrying about what others think and for as far as judgment or whatever you know regardless of where you at where you're at in in, in your journey because you recognize that it's like yours for you at your pace and you're gonna need a lot of grace because there's gonna be times you fail and you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be but that i mean for me personally i feel like that's just like God kind of putting the pause button on your journey and being like, there's something you're supposed to learn from these experiences in order for you to survive in the other level, you know? So like for me, there were some like revelations the last couple of weeks where, you know, I'm reflecting on like, what did I do that didn't work? And what did I do that did? And, you know, where am I, where am I at mentally? Yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's something that we can change around by simply just doing it, like becoming, right? Becoming graceful. Like for me personally, I'm going to take some more risks uh, the second half of this year with things that I want to do in my personal time aside from medicine. And it's going to be a humiliating process because I don't know how to do like nine out of the 10 things that I want to do, you know, but it's something that I need to go through to learn, you know, otherwise, how am I going to mentor somebody when I get older? If I can't, if I don't have these experiences to talk about, you know, so if anybody out there is like listening and has like, you know, a little tug in their spirit about what they, you know, 
should do, like just do it, even if you don't know how to, because nobody does. Like nobody does. Nobody really knows what the hell is going on. Nobody in this world really knows, you know, with 100% certainty about what they're doing. The fact is they're moving. They're just, they're, they're doing. And I think the universe or, or God, you know, for me personally is God. So like if, if I use God and you don't believe in God, you can use the universe or anything that you believe is, is outside of yourself. I really do think that if you chase that with pure intentions, everything else moves out of the way. You know, and when it does get tough, I really think it's because there's something along the way that you miss that you it's it's wisdom. You know, there, there's some wisdom that you didn't pick up on, some gem that you didn't pick up on. And, and and it's such an intimate thing. It's such a you and you thing that like you'll know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll know those are the little things along the way. So I think that that this what you're doing, like just, you know, from the beginning saying that you don't know how to do this, but the fact that you're ripping and rolling like you learn along the way you know what i mean and years down the line when you have more experience under your belt regardless of how high this takes you you're going to be able to speak on every single step you know because like i said i moved to a very like affluent town and now i go i go to medical school and it's an entire different culture because people do come from generational wealth do come from generational network uh generational blueprints but the thing is there's a huge disconnect between those people that take the elevator and the people that take the stairs as far as who they can speak to and relate to. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go through the humbling process of learning everything you're supposed to learn to get from point A to point B, think of how many more people you can inspire with the conversation. If you're waiting at the airport, in line at the coffee shop, you don't know who's struggling and what they're struggling with. You know what I mean? And if you never struggle, you're never going to have another person you can reach to. Right. So like my thing is like every time I'm struggling, every time I'm like down bad, I have faith that like wherever I'm going is, is greater than where I'm at currently. You know, like that's just like the way that I, I choose to to like think, you know, like I, we're meant for something bigger, including myself. So everything right now is is me just learning things so that I can help other people when I get to where I need to get to, you know what I mean? But I, I won't have anything to talk about if I don't go through these experiences, you know? So like go through the shitty experiences, go through the humbling process, feel the humiliation. Cause you'll know, like, this is what I think is like haters and people that like hate on people. They, I, I don't know why they do it. I'm not trying to speak on anybody that does that, but I can tell you one thing, a person that hustles, a person that grinds and goes through the humbling process of learning the learning curve, they will never shit on another person that's just starting, regardless of what their product looks like or where they're, you know, they've been there. They know the vulnerability. They know the transparency. You're see-through in those moments, you know? And a lot of people don't like to feel that discomfort. No one likes to feel discomfort. But the people that do make it is the people that go through it. You know, it's, it's very simple. It's not easy, but it's very, very simple. And, and I think like action beats all that. Dango, you're gonna have to cut me off because I'd be just rambling. No, I love it. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, speak freely. I mean, we're so lucky to even have that, you know? So you talk about how the grind process is humbling and it is because you're meant to learn those lessons. You're meant to go through those trials and you just have to make sure you don't lose yourself or lose faith or, you know, go down like the unbelief road and those negative thoughts and 
you, you're pretty much summing everything up and it's so dope that you actually gave me, I was had this idea in my head for 2022 about doing a, a, a confidence series, but I, it's going to be grace over grind for 2022. Mm, and I like that. you just, you just gave me that, like that, that knowledge right there. That was dope. So I like that. It, I think we're, we're getting there. I feel like it's, it's such a process. And, you know, like you said, there's such, there's such a power in, in growth in not taking the elevator and taking the stairs. And there's a reason why we're taking the stairs and, you can't look, yeah, you can look back and appreciate where you, where you used to be, but you can't go down those, those fears and you can't go down. You were talking about how sometimes like failure and when people say like those snide remarks or like sarcasm, you can't go down that road either. It's like, I'm not going to play that game with you. I'm not going to let you affect how I believe in myself. I'm still going to have grace on you on myself. And so you pretty much summed all of it up in my next question, which was nourishing the journey and defeating fear with action. And you talked about it and it was, you talked about reflection. You talked about wisdom. You talked about gifts. You talk about the hard road ahead. So you pretty much did it without me asking yet. I'm only here to ask the questions. So it was, you know, I know you're busy and you got a family you got, and you got school and it's the weekend. Are there any closing remarks or I think it would be dope if you kind of gave like some key takeaways or some homework because you just dropped so much knowledge. And and I feel like I relate to you because of the struggle, but I feel like others can relate to you too, because you've learned from your failures. I mean, I couldn't imagine moving at your age, like between that weird time for high school. Yeah. so it's that's also crazy. It's, like, <laughs> it's crazy moving in adulthood, and it's crazy moving during those adolescent years. So, yeah. Any homework, key takeaways, overcoming fear, overcoming doubt, um, getting rid of those seeds of disbelief. Maybe I don't. I don't know about homework, but one thing that I'm I'm personally doing is I'm. I took the time a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, actually, after like getting done with with school with that last test because for me me passing that test like I was this is the most negative mindset I had ever been in I was so low because I was so tired I was so exhausted every single day looked the same for weeks like I did not get sun I would not eat right so I was already just sitting down but also just like not putting myself in the best position with like nutrition and all that jazz because that's what was almost it, it felt in the moment like it was required of me right because I was like oh I'm just I need to grind this out grind this out blah, blah blah but after kind of getting my head up a little bit and and passing like I sh- for me along the way I was like I'm gonna show myself that having this positive mind towards myself and the goal that I'm reaching that it's gonna pay off so some people will be like oh you know it's just one test you know a little switcheroo but for me I was so low mentally that I needed that confirmation, right? And one thing that like has kind of kept me pursuing what I believe is my personal journey is something that was said to me a couple years ago um, that stuck with me was my friend said, the closer you get to God, the more the devil is going to work to break that chain apart, right? 
So again, if you don't believe in God, that's okay. Because the, the closer you get to your light, the closer you get to your purpose, the more that darkness or evil will try to overcome that, right? Because now you become a threat to, to you know, this is, you don't have to, to look too far to find evil in this world. It's easier to find than good, right? So this is the devil's playground. And as soon as you become a threat, the, the demons are out to like find a way to make you slip, whether that's temptation um, in, in any vices, you know, whether that's just distraction being indifferent, not really caring, like those little things are characteristics of those spirits. And it's like, when you, for me, so that helped me, like whenever I was facing challenging times or like running up against a wall, I'm like, there's got to be something good on the other side that, you know, the devil want, doesn't want me to get to. Because if I know what I'm, you know, in certain little risk, like journeys that I'm in, if I believe my intention is pure because I want that gain so that I can help someone else gain it as well you know whether it's like the end result or just stories along the way like the devil doesn't want me to share that light doesn't want me to you know shine that light so whenever you do come up with challenges and it's you feel like it's spiritually troubling like you got to recognize like it might be because you're onto something really good right so tell yourself tell your mind i'm gonna do it tell your mind it's possible because as soon as you do that as soon as you think there's a way your brain thinks of a way. It happened to me in math class all the time. Every time I told myself I wasn't going to be able to f like figure out a math problem, my brain's like, all right, why even try? We're not going to figure it out. But then when I would tell myself, like, no, we're going to figure this shit out. We, you know, as hard as it is, we're going to figure it out. And I would, it, you know, and it would happen. Whether it happened in a minute or it happened in an hour, the fact is that it happened. And that's, that's all you need. Trust me, like, that's all you need. Tell yourself it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Don't worry about the scoreboard until because when, when you realize that like it does happen when you cross off a big like item on your bucket list you know just how powerful you are and you know that if you did it to one you could do it to another right so it's like your mind is so powerful use it to your advantage two things one tell yourself you can and believe that you can even if your resources are completely exhausted if you tell yourself you can think that you can believe that you can say it out loud that you can and it will happen that it will happen this the world the universe is just gonna figure out a way to help you get it right i genuinely believe that because that shit's happened to me so many times including getting into med school like maybe for the next maybe i could be an invited guest for the next one with grace over grind but like that was a process that needed a lot of grace because i failed about four or five times and the thing is med schools will tell you Med students will tell you, oh, you don't want to apply more than once because then it's going to look bad. Good thing I didn't know or cared, you know, because, look, we didn't have anybody that, that told us that. So I'm getting one way or another, and it ended up happening. So that's one. And then two, when you're struggling, when you're going through it, when you're in the thick of it, you got to remember two things in that moment. One, that if you make it through that, you're going to shine the light for somebody else, whether you know it or not, whether you're, you are or, you know, whether someone's watching you and you don't know it, or you may be able to tell a story one day to a stranger that might pull them out of a dark hole. You know, you don't know where you're going to help. Just keep going through it. And two, if you're in the midst of the darkness, like, chances are it's because there's something great on the other side of, of your obstacle, of your fear, of your challenge. And, and it's so good that the devil is doing everything to keep you from it. 
right? Because as soon as you get there, there's no way you're not going to be happy, joyful, you know, graceful towards other people. Because then you just start elevating your frequency. You just start elevating your perspective and realize that there's so much more to give, right? So it's like, keep chasing it. And if you are coming up against so many walls, it's because there's so much for you to share once you get to the other side, right? Because you got to remember that this is the devil's playground and, and you are like the vessel of the light. So yeah, I think that's it. That would be my my two cents. I But I, I failed a lot and I, you know, I'm still finding my way. So I'm nobody to be, you know, preaching these type of things. But for me, this is things that's helped me and it's helped me find peace in my journey into becoming what I, what I want to become ultimately. Brandon, this was meant to be, and I prayed before this. I really did. I prayed that we would give encouragement, that we would shed light on not be not being a prisoner in your own mind. And Deontay talked about this, right? Not being a prisoner in your own mind, because this is the devil's playground. You know, he doesn't want you to succeed, but God does, right? So you have like faith and knowledge and learning and reflection and grace. And you talk about all of it. So dope. You made it so easy. And you're definitely going to come on Grace and Grind. Hopefully we can fit into your schedule, but we'll make it work. You know, I'm, it's so humbling and it's so inspiring. And it's just a great way to continue to the second half of the year. There's so much life to live if you don't get stuck in social media, if you don't get stuck mm-hmm. in these distractions, if you don't get stuck in comparison, competition, and yeah. you touched on all of it. And I really cannot wait for to see how much growth and to see how much happens in the next six months. And then for 2022, Grace and Grind, I feel like it's just, there's power in not taking the stairs. We're not in this elevator in society. We're taking this, we're going through the stairs for like our spiritual growth. And mm-hmm. people can believe that or not. But at the end of the day, we, we know that. You know, yeah, because we we've feel been through it darkness. Too. Yeah, we've been through mm-hmm. darkness. We feel it. We feel the pressure, and so I'm I'm so thankful for, to have I'm you very, here. And yeah. I pray that succeed. And I pray that whoever hears this message feels encouraged. Let's go of any Likewise. doubts. Let goes of fears. And just thank you for listening. And thank you for coming on, Brandon. It was so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so proud of you for doing this. I'm so excited to see where all this takes you also to see just how far you can push this envelope because i know you're going to be making a way for a lot of people you just got to keep chasing it you got to